Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. How the hell are we feel? The day here? before the day. Yep. Big is time. it the day before the day? Yeah. See, I think tomorrow's the day before the day. What you do know? you mean? Oh, it's about Black Friday. Oh, there you go. It's okay. a great, yeah, great point. Yeah. That's a great I mean, point. I feel you. I feel like Thanksgiving is the day that they get everybody fat and fed so that the ones that the only the, the strong will survive to go into Black Friday and the the, the lazy husbands or lazy wives or, or whoever it may be, they stay behind in food comas while you're able to spend as much as you like on Black Friday. You know, didn't Amazon kind of Amazon kind of ruin that, didn't they? They ruined it. They yeah. kind of ruined it. They have like a it. whole week now. It's not even like it's just one day of savings. You're like you can go out and shop like the whole entire week. That's true. And they call it Black Friday, but you can start earlier. Such I mean, hustlers. You know, Dude, isn't that every day for Lee though? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, Lee gets it every week. You get a Black Friday. You get a Black Friday. <laughs> Everyone gets a Black Friday. Oh, um, well, uh, well, we uh, we transitioned smoothly from that over to the black and gold of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, about okay. that, uh, and about uh, it? it was uh, as we were going off the air yesterday, which it feels like there's just a habit of that happening in the AFC North. Uh, last week it was Deshaun Watson's uh, being out for the year that popped up late, and then next thing you know, we've got. Mike Tomlin deciding he needs to move on from Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. So, yeah, here was Mike Tomlin speaking about the decision yesterday after the news was announced that Matt Canada is gone. Let's listen to the Steelers head coach. Did not come to this decision lightly, to be really transparent with you. Um, it's just a personal belief of mine from a leadership perspective. Uh, it is my role to absorb and protect um, those that I work with. Um, and this doesn't feel like that. Um, obviously, I'm not interested in, in assigning blame or deflecting in any way. Um, it's more in my natural nature to absorb, to be quite honest with you. I've been in this role so long, I'm quite comfortable absorbing. Um, so just rest assured um, that this decision was not taken lightly. I got a lot of respect uh, for Matt personally and professionally. It was not easy, um, but I thought it was necessary. 
Um, this is a result-oriented business. And to be short, um, the improvements were not rapid enough or consistent enough um, for us to proceed. Um, you got to score touchdowns in this business. you got to win games in this business. Um, and just the totality of it has us where we are um, today. So that was Mike Tomlin talking about the decision to move on from Matt Canada. This is the, uh, I guess this is the first time since 1941 the Steelers have made a coordinator or head coaching change midseason, which is crazy to think about the stability of the organization. 1941, the last time this happened. And Tomlin didn't seem like he was thrilled about it. It's crazy to think out of from that perspective as just like this stability. If you're a coach there, you've got to feel comfortable and confident and being able to do your job (laughs) and fight through adversity. And it's also interesting to think about how their offense has been that bad since Matt Canada has been the play caller. (laughs) (laughs) They they go fire someone for the first time in 80-some years. Like, that's kind of crazy. Good for you, Matt Canada. Good for you. I mean, mean, he was good at something. You know, he was good enough to be the first one fired during the season since 1941. (laughs) Yeah, you're from Pittsburgh, LeVar. I can imagine you've got some folks that have not had good things to say about the offense for the past three years. Well, the thing about it is when you're, like I said, when we were talking about Franklin and him losing to to Michigan and Ohio State, they – a lot of people, and, and we even talked about it on this show, we talked, we cited the offense and and the inability to move the ball, to go after big plays, make things happen. But Pennsylvanians, we we love to be the winners. That's our thing. Like, we work hard. We're blue-collar workers. We're hard-hat workers. We're lunch-pail workers. A oh, lot yeah. of us do very, very um, – minimum wage type jobs and the one thing that we went at and the one thing that we're proud of is our football our brand of football so when something doesn't go right they call for the the head coach they don't just go after the offensive coordinator they want the head coach so every time something doesn't go right with the Steelers they're always calling for the coach's job always now I'll speak lightly for Philly because I represented Philadelphia and I know the fan base very well, both as someone who represented it as a player, but also someone who played in the NFC East my entire career. They're the same way. In fact, they're probably even a tad bit more aggressive and wanting wanting change when something isn't the way that they want it. You so, think so? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Doug Peterson so, won him won him a Super Bowl, and they were booing him at the end. So there you go. So it's it's kind of a cultural thing. We just want to win. Like Pittsburghers, they this is my day off. I want to watch my football on Fridays. I love Friday night lights. I want to watch my football on Saturday. I love Saturday football. Um, and I love my my team on, on Sunday. And that's it. Like, Friday, I get off of work. I want to see my team win. They'll, they'll call for a coach's head, and they'll get a coach out of there in high school the same exact way they go after every other level, from college to pro. So – Mike Tomlin, I'm certain, even though he says he has learned to absorb it, I'm certain you never get used to the the ferocity 
and the passion behind wanting you to be removed and lose your job when something doesn't go the way that you would like for it to go. And and that's just the way it is. I mean, when you accept that job, there's a lot that comes with the glory of it and the greatness of it and the, the resources that, that go into it. But there's a lot that comes out of it that, that isn't always the most, you know, the, the easiest the easiest way to handle or the easiest way um, to have to deal with with being successful. So I thought he handled his statements well, though. This had to have been a long time coming, though. It had to have been. To make the decision he made. It had to have been a long time coming, and it had to have been one where he's probably looking at across the field saying, dude, they've got a – it's not even their second string. It's a third string quarterback. And we feel like we did enough. I mean, we, we felt like we held them to 13 points. We should be able to win that game. Yeah. I mean, bottom line, like, like that's, that was probably the most damning thing where he's looking at saying, like, I, I've dealt with this too much. We need to be able to win games and score more than 13 points. Isn't an unreasonable request. <laughs> like, it's not. And think about the amount of draft picks they've now invested into this team. Najee Harris is a first-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Kenny he is. Pickett, a first-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he is. You, know, you look at Fryermuth, look at George Pickens. Like the way they've built this roster through recent drafts, and even Deontay Johnson, even though he's been around, he's a little older. They've spent a lot of draft capital on the offensive side of the ball, and they're just not getting any results whatsoever from it. And that defense, as good as it is, can only hold up for so. Long, like people talk about wanting to play complimentary football. I mean, you can't compliment anything if it's all one sided, and that just gets frustrating, right? I mean, it's not that I think about like we talk about football, and football is always like a great metaphor for like life, like relationships. If one person in a relationship feels like they're doing all the work, they're doing all the little things around the house, they're doing all the things to whatever it is, you know, help with the kids, everything like that gets wearing. Like, eventually that wears out. That doesn't work anymore. And that's how this is, man. Like, that, this is a defense that literally has been kind of pushed to the edge of saying, yeah, this is going to be hard to sustain. If we want to be a playoff team, if we want to have any success, we've got to be able to score more points. And the guy who's kind of leading us, direct us in that way is, is not the right guy for it. I, look, I detailed, you know, I, I've, I've detailed his history. Like, he really had a couple standout years as a play caller, Pittsburgh 2016, and then going back to his time at NC State, his final year there. And that was it. And he really, you know, kind of looked for the next opportunity, the next opportunity, the next opportunity with every stop he made after that. And there was never really any results. So the hiring in the first place back in 2021 made no sense to me. So this has kind of been a long time coming. And I'm sure there's a lot of Steelers fans who are happy about it. The problem is you have no idea what this offense is going to look like with Mike Sullivan and Eddie Faulkner now calling plays. And, and Sullivan's had a ton of experience. He should be able to take this thing over, open some things up, see what they have in Kenny Pickett. And maybe they get a bounce back like we saw from Buffalo versus the Jets where Joe Brady took over the play calling there. But you, you're kind of you know, cross your fingers hoping that this happens. 
We have no clue how the rest of the season is going to go offensively. All right, so first offensive play against, in Cincinnati this weekend. What are you thinking? Bomb. Flea, flea flicker? Bomb. No, I, I mean, just, they just break out all just the bells and shot. whistles. Just take a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Fumble Rooski. I mean, whatever you got in your bag, just bring it out just to make everybody happy for one week. And then just go back to scoring 11 points a game after that. Why not? This is your chance. You know, like, like let it fly a little bit here. Yeah. Go can, deep. can I ask you guys a question? This is more on the lines of, of Lee this morning because he's, he's texting me. We're having a side conversation. Uh-oh. How's Lee doing? How's Lee doing this morning? He's good. Looks he's great. Good. Is he good? Yeah. I got receipts to send your way, Brady, if you need. Okay, I'm just saying, man. Like I, I'm, I'm looking through some stuff, not seeing anything. What happened here? What, what, are, we, what are we talking uh, he, about? I, I asked him if he said the rundown since I hadn't received it yet, and it's <laughs> not that uncharacteristic given Lee's weekend slash give it a holiday coming up, that Lee might be a little behind on some things. Did you have a couple of throat burners last night, Lee? Nope. Negative. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's You didn't drink up. anything yesterday, Lee. That is correct. Oh, wow. Wow. You took it completely a day off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Happens all the time. And, and do you want to know why he does <laughs> it that? It really doesn't, Lee. That's, that's, that's abnormal. <laughs> do you want to know why? Lee, be honest. That's, that's abnormal. It, I mean, it happens. It's a few days a week. I don't drink, for sure. It, it's, uh, okay, what's what's more typical? You not having a drink or you having a drink? More typical for me to have a drink, sure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. More, more days than not, I will have had a beverage. Oh, you have a cocktail. Wow. Yeah, At least, a, yeah. yeah. Hmm. But it's a big night, though. It's high school reunion night. You that's know, what I'm saying. Really? He's going to go out and get after it Oh, tonight. that's right. Well, that's Lee's going to get after it. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're doing a little... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's going to happen. We're going to... Yeah, that's gonna happen. Good. Oh my god! Little going to a movie. Little little cocktail before. Little cocktail after. The cocktail during. Oh yeah, that, that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost on. forgot about that. I forgot about the hip flask. Yeah, that is. By the way, is it is it the tealing whiskey hip flask, or yeah. did we give that to Sam? No, I kept the tealing flask. <laughs> <laughs> you put on your belt. How, how do you wear the hip flask? No, it goes in the pocket. I'm a cargo pocket. shorts guy. So. <laughs> huh. Still rocking the cargo shorts. All right. Yep, I'm one of those. Yeah, I mean, where you? I mean, listen, you got to put your bottle somewhere. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, at least I do. use. At least I use the pockets. Most guys use the big car- <laughs> Most people who have cargo shorts don't utilize the extra space. Oh man. Uh, well, it is. Lee, for uh, the record, I'm pretty sure you left me off the email. I'm just. I'm, just, I, I'm pretty sure. I just sent you the receipt. Uh, it's got your name next to the timestamp. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay, we'll this one says six oh two. No, it says. Uh, East it Coast. Says uh, fifty five. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well. Hey, I think everything is going to hey, work out just fine. Hey, I think it's all going to work out just just fine. You know, there it is. You know. I mean, man, why, why are you sweating me, Var? Well, who's sweating you? Damn. I'm it a is, fan. It is uh, two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox just Sports Radio. they ain't calling for our offensive coordinator's head on the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, no kidding. All right. Uh, by the way. Uh, we, I, I think I would be fired, right? Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> technically, I feel like. Jonas is the quarterback and the OC. That's He's like true. old school. Oh no! Yeah, not I've true. eavesdropped y'all's phone conversations before the shows. You're definitely the play caller as well as the quarterback. That's so not true. It's a collaborative. It would kind of be. It would kind of be. Jonas would have to go. It's uh, it's collaborative. Uh, Did you see the sinister voice? Did you hear the sinister voice? Yeah, I heard it. It would mean that you know Jonas. Has to go. It's messed up, man. 
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Come on, Var. Let's get fired up. Come on, Var. Jonas. Let's get some lotion for our hands. I already did it. Oh. You missed it. Dang. 
I'm glad we missed it. Already lathered up. Me too. Ready to go. Ugh. I'm trying to get us a lotion sponsorship. That's what I'm trying to do. No okay. one wants that. What do you mean? Uh, no one wants any part of that. You don't want your hands to feel... It's getting chippy out No, there. I don't, dude. You don't want your hands Sorry, to feel man. what, Jonas? Like, feel a little bit softer out in that cold weather? Mm-hmm. Come on, you got to be uh, sitting on the... Bo- hey, you could either do that or go isotoners. You know, and if I wear isotoners, nobody will see my thumb ring. So I got to go lotion. So just the way Trust it's me, I'll be, be wearing gloves this week. I made that mistake last time. <laughs> what? <I> was- <laughs> what happened? I mean, I did wear long johns or like any thermals, and it was freezing. <laughs> and uh, and I always try to be tough, a tough guy, and not wear gloves. I was just like, nope, I, I'm not moving around enough. I'm just sitting sitting there in a chair for three hours. Like I, I need to be moving around in order for me to feel like somewhat warm. So <laughs> that was a mistake. Thermals, yeah, yeah. Long johns sounds so old school. It's kind of funny. You know what, though? I needed the long johns. Like, nowadays, thermals are, like, just an underlayer that's supposed to be warmer. I need the old school, like, I don't know what material that is, but the actual, like, thermal, like, where it's going to look crappy in a suit, but I will be comfortable and warm. So I'd rather mm-hmm. wear those. Does it have the, uh, does it open up in the back? Like, the old yeah, school so western? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my so gosh. Poop. That's <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, at least they were, a lot of people could mock those guys back in the day, but they were thinking correctly. Like they, they were, yeah, they 100%. were, uh, yeah, they were absolutely thinking. You know, listen, we got to make this easy on people. They don't want to pull it all the way down. So you got to understand, though, about like way back then, that was obviously like more at the precipice of their thought. Like that was more on the forefront of, hey, these are the things that like, I need to find food. I need to be able to go to the bathroom. I need like we weren't. They weren't worried about social media or like the news or whatever else was going on. They were, like, way more concerned with the day-to-day activities. So, of course, they put a precedent on, like, hey, I need to have quick exit, you know, and then they've had that it needs to come out quick, you know? <laughs> they button it back up, and we're ready we to go. got to pop a squat somewhere. Yeah. Hey, man, I was, I was at uh, my son's football game the other day, and it was freezing, Uh-oh. freezing, freezing cold. And... Uh, I went to the restroom, bro, on everything. I got to be honest. I was washing my hands. I was drying my hands. And as I was turning to walk out, I saw this old head, man. And he went to the bathroom the old head way. And... I hate to admit it, but I did. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, he dropped all the way down to his knees. He says trousers all the way down to his knees. <laughs> And that's what this conversation made me think of. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me. I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> why do people do that? It's, yeah, it is. It is odd. I mean, <laughs> it's a little weird. And there, there are two things that I don't get oh. at the urinal. And we've talked about it before. I don't get the flushing midstream while you're going. That doesn't make any sense to where people start going and then they'll flush. I don't understand it. And I don't understand people that can't just unbutton or unzip. They just drop all the way down to their knees and sometimes let their bare ass hang out. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Like, that's the advantage to having outdoor plumbing. You don't have like, to do isn't that. that. Isn't that like a childhood thing? Like, like when you're a kid, you do it. But when you're, when you're like, what age do you stop dropping your... <laughs> About four. At what age do you... About four. Four? I'd go with four or five. 
He'll figure it out eventually. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's what this made me think about. I'm sorry. Don't ask me why I took it. It just it was too funny to me. And I was it was just funny and I was gonna send it to somebody and I never ended up sending it, but y'all made me think about it, so I sent it to y'all. <laughs> well listen, uh if you do need to run out and get some gloves or some long johns, you're gonna probably get in your car and I hope you've got some tire rack tires yeah. because we are broadcasting oh, live from the yeah, tirerack.com yeah. studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Before we hear from a couple of future Hall of Famers, one specifically who's got some critiques about the NFL, we do want to mention this. This came out a short time ago. According to NFL Network, Joey Bosa of the Chargers, uh, the report is he suffered a right foot sprain at Lambeau Field this past Sunday. They are placing him on injured reserve. Uh, He does have a chance to return this season, but this is a guy who's dealt with injuries in the past. This is an organization who can't not help but deal with injuries all the way through the past few years. And so another bit of bad news for the Chargers, Joey Bosa going on IR. So that's unfortunate for the Bolts. But golly, man, it's frustrating for if you're an L.A. Chargers fan. They just cannot ever have a season where everyone stays healthy. And yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's asking for a lot. Is that asking for a lot? I mean, at least get, like, just some piece of good luck here or there. You know, like, just something. Like, the Quinton well, Johnson. I said, like, Eckler missed some time this year. Yeah, they just they always have guys deal with injuries. And I know in most cases we're like, yeah, that's every team. I don't know. The ones that, like... The ones that are able to make it through a season usually unscathed in that way, they, they tend to always be the better teams they're in competition with. Like, and I don't want to jinx Kansas City, but like, look at Kansas City. Like, how often are we talking about like guys like their their top guys like missing time or being out of time? I, I feel like you don't see that quite as often. And even when Kelsey and, uh, was banged up this year, he wasn't gone for that long. I mean, he came back right. and and they were, they were you know they're still rolling. Yeah, it's that. I mean, the Chargers deal with the more injuries than any team. It feels like to their star players, it's ridiculous and it, it stinks because that roster is loaded, and they just have never been able to kind of keep everyone healthy, everyone together, and then see what they're truly capable of. Yeah, well, try try having them as your Super Bowl pick. <laughs> they're a super disappointing yeah, team this uh, year. That's fine. Super disappointing. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of disappointment, Tom Brady's disappointed. Mm. He's upset. Uh, He's Mm. upset with the current state of the NFL. Uh, He was on the Stephen A. Smith show and had his thoughts about what's wrong with the current state of the National Football League. I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. I think the coaching isn't as, as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. Mm-hmm. So I just think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been. I think I look at a lot of players like Ray Lewis and Rodney Harrison and Ronnie Lott and guys that impacted the game in, in a certain way and every hit they would have made would have been a penalty. Mm. You hear coaches complaining about their own player being tackled and not necessarily why don't they talk to their player about how to protect himself we used to work on the fundamentals of those things all the time now they're trying to be regulated all the time offensive players need to protect themselves it's not up to a defensive player to protect the offensive player a defensive player needs to protect himself i didn't throw the ball to certain areas because i was afraid players were going to get knocked out mm-hmm. that's the reality wow. i didn't throw it to the middle when i played ray lewis because you knock him out of the game and i couldn't afford to lose a good player 
So that was Tom Brady talking with Stephen A. Smith. Now, real talk. Aaron Rodgers also doubled down on it. He was on the Pat McAfee show starring AJ Hawk yesterday, and he basically said and and went on to to point out, listen, it's big picture, more the softening of society. So those are two legends, guys that have played the game for a long time. Are you going to gloss over that comment? I mean, listen, you know, he took an opportunity. You want to hear Rodgers? I mean, he's got a little I I guess. Like, I kind of want to hear it now. All right. So let's listen to Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show starring AJ Hawk. If I'm looking at this from a real big picture, like there's a softening of society that uh, has definitely caused uh, things like this. Look at all the sports. You know, what happened to hockey? Hockey is not doesn't have the enforcer position anymore. Why? Because we need the fighting out of hockey. It's too violent. Well, stage. You know, people don't want to see the violence on TV. I think people want to see football be a collision sport um, and not, you know, to where guys are getting mangled on the field, but they enjoy the big hits. And there's certain players who you just knew were big hitters and would push, you know, push the line of what's a cheap shot and, and what's a legit hit. So that was Rogers talking about it and weighing it as well, too. <clears throat> well, I, I mean, it's funny as quarterback saying it, though. Well, because I think we're the ones that, you know, especially around the protections, because this is where it all started, I feel like, was when Tom Brady got his knee taken out. And the protections for what the NFL deems as defenseless players started to get ramped up. So that injury occurred at Tom Brady, what, is it 08? Was that the year? Yeah, right after the near-perfect season. Yeah, so... You know, you, you start getting now quarterbacks. You can't hit them. You have to hit them in a certain frame, certain area. And it's evolved now to the point where literally if you're a defensive player, you can't fall on top of the quarterback. You have to somehow sack the quarterback, and then you have to protect you, – you have to not worry about yourself but protect the quarterback and yourself as you fall to the ground. Uh, imagine living in that world. So – You know, you've got this instance of the true protections for the quarterback because they're the face of the franchise and the face of the league. It really started then. And it's evolved now where it's been extended to other players because I think in part fantasies become so big. Offensive scoring is so important to the league. I mean, any fan will tell you, and and if you did a study, you you hear, okay, no one wants to see a 13-10 ball game. They'd rather see a 30-27 to you know, a 40 to, to 36 game where there's more scoring. That, that's just the reality of how the fan base takes in, into account the excitement of the game. They want to see scores. It's one of the reasons why I feel like soccer doesn't resonate as much with a lot of people in America. I know there's a lot, there's a huge fan base for soccer in some ways, but it's not like Europe. It's not like other international countries. And it's in part because, like, there's just not a lot of scoring. I mean, it's constant play, but it's like, ah, okay. Like, I'm really getting that jacked up about a one nothing game. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I like soccer. I appreciate it for what it is. But there's other sports where you look at it and you go through baseball. When baseball was at its peak, it was a steroid era. Dudes were launching balls left and right. Hell, yeah. And scoring home run after home run. Like, that was fun to watch, the back and forth between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and then Barry Bonds and how amazing he was at the end. Like, that's just – that's what we like. And because there's been such a concern about quarterbacks getting hurt, and we've seen that this year, we've witnessed that as far as scoring being down, how many unders have been hitting on a weekly basis. And then on top of that, the playmakers who are making those plays. I mean, it got to the point when I was playing – 
where you know, you're, you're considered defenseless as a receiver when you're in the act of catching the football. So now the manner in which you're hit has changed for the, for the defense so that that player is protected and he doesn't get hurt. Well, to Tom Brady's point, you knew as a quarterback you weren't going to throw the ball into a tight window. And you know what happens a lot of times? You ever seen when a quarterback throws behind a guy who's on an in cut or a slant route? Do you want to know why that happens more often than not? So they don't get decapitated? Yeah, because they feel the defensive player coming. And they're actually trying to throw to a spot where that player is either going to get catch it or, or, or it's going to be incomplete. But either way, they're not going to get blown up. It is literally a natural human reaction for quarterbacks. Where they, they know, they've, they've done this a thousand times. They feel when there's a tight window and they, and they feel where their guy's running and the guy running towards them. They're not going to throw them into that. Like it's been drilled out of you. You can try all you want. And when you see quarterbacks throw into that, oftentimes it's because they don't see that defender coming towards their receiver. I, I don't know any quarterback who would throw a wide receiver into that. Or they're just, they literally just missed or that, or that inaccurate with it. But for the most part, they're always going to end up throwing behind because they want to protect that guy. It's, it's a subconscious thing. And so what happened is once those rules changed, where the receivers in the act of catching were considered defenseless, I mean, you could go back and we talked about Drew Brees earlier. The, the Saints had a, had a name for it. They called it NAP, a non-aggressive position. And the whole point of it was they were going to throw those seam routes. Remember when they used to throw to Jimmy Graham up the seam all the time? Yeah. Well, think about having a six foot six tight end that can run like a deer and is a big target, can elevate and catch. And guess what? He gets protection. He can't hit him. So now you could throw that ball up into harm's way and into a bunch of traffic because you know they can't hit him like they used to. And so as long as the defender had his back turned. All right, to you as the quarterback, as he's chasing that guy, you, that was a non-aggressive position. You were going to throw that ball up into that tight window, into that space, up that seam, because you knew he was protected and the ball was protected because the DB can't see it. Now, if the DB's looking back at the quarterback and has vision on the wide receiver, they call that aggressive position. So the only reason you don't throw that ball is not because of tight coverage. You wouldn't throw it because that DB has the chance of picking that ball off. But it now, like those tight windows have nothing to do anymore with guys not getting hurt because they're protected. Uh, so it, the game has changed dramatically for that reason. And it's changed the manner in which how quarterbacks throw the football, even when you got an enforcer in the middle. You know, guys like Bobby Wagner, guys like Fred Warner who are going to be hitters, right? Their their strengths, their skill set can't be on full display because of the way the league has changed the rules. And it's unfortunate. It really is. I just the problem with it. And look, Rogers alluded to this in another clip where he said, you know, the moving target. Like, that's the part that always bothers me is how they're expecting these defenders in real time to be able to adjust how they're going to lay a hit on somebody. When the, when a receiver's moving or a ball carrier's moving and everybody's trying to avoid contact or get out of the way, and yet we're punishing those guys based on a still frame when there's no still frame in that moment in time. It's a moving target. Like there's a, the strike zone is is moving around, and the comp I always think about is if you were a pitcher, imagine trying to throw to your target, but it's moving all around the plate. Like you can't like try throwing a strike, and they're expecting these guys to throw strikes with their hits, and if they don't, they get pop fifty. 15 yards and then get a check in the mail for, you know, here's $35,000 and you're out. Like, and all of this being said, 
I don't think it's ever going to go back to what it was. Like, if anything, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Like, that's what it feels like to me. And so, like, nobody likes it, but nothing's going to be done I mean, about it. Why do you think they're pushing flag football? Mm. I, mean, I mean, seriously, this is like a conspiracy theory. Why do you think everyone's pushing flag, flag football? It's more inclusive, and there's way less of a chance of injury. Guys can play longer the whole thing. Like, why would that there's, become there's a, a reason why they're pushing a, a sport like flag football, which is, is not football. Why would that become an Olympic sport? And all these years we've been playing football. Why, why didn't football become an Olympic sport? Why did it have to? Why did why did why entry into the Olympics have to be flagged? It would like it would like the NBA being like, all right, we're going to have horse in the Olympics next year. Like, I mean, in, in a way, yeah, you're right. <laughs> who's up? What, you know, what I don't understand too is like it's America. You know, if like if, if we're going to try to get something to be an Olympic sport, we want to flaunt our strengths. Oh like, yes, it's almost like putting on like a military show. You know, like, yeah. like where other countries like have the tanks and everything else come out. They go out the parade. Everyone waving the flag it's like like the olympics are all opportunity to be like no this is our sport it's called american football and we're gonna beat the ever-living crap out of everyone else and it's gonna send a signal to every other country out there that wants to test us okay damn right we're still the usa like, damn right that, that's what i don't get about this it's like oh it's flag oh okay like you're not flexing on the rest of the world like America usually does and can. Hell yeah. That's probably the most disappointing thing for me. It's like when we really wanted to in basketball, we put out the dream team. And it was like, oh, okay. No one's <laughs> even close to as good as the U.S., right? Like, why not do the same thing with the Olympics, with the actual American tackle football and not flag football? That would have been way more fun to watch. Oh, hell yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O O O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Right now, we are going to present something that is also normally done on a Friday. We take a closer look at college football with nobody better than the one and only the face of Big Noon Kickoff. Brady Quinn with another yes. installment of Quinn's Wins. Let's go. Come all right. All right. Here we go. All right. Go. I've got three games for you this week. I'm going to start off in what used to be deemed the Civil War. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to say that anymore. But Oregon State traveling to Eugene, Oregon. It's the number 16 team in the country. The Beavers taking on the number six Oregon Ducks. Uh, this line sitting at 13 and a half, at least last time I looked at it. Who knows if there's been any movement. Over under set at 62. Look, Oregon State came off a, a tough, disappointing loss to Washington last week at home. It was a tight one. I think you're going to see Jonathan Smith, the phenomenal head coach for the Beavers, try to implement a similar strategy against Oregon, who is clicking on all cylinders. You're not going to find a more balanced team, maybe outside of Georgia this season, uh, than Oregon. They're top uh, 10 in scoring on defense, top 10 in scoring on offense. Nix very may well could win the Heisman Trophy. He's going to set an NCAA record for completion percentage. He's completing almost 80% of his passes right now. He's got 40 total touchdowns this season. He's third in FBS in yards uh, and passing. So he's setting the world on fire right now the way he's played. So give a lot of credit to Bo Nix uh, and the Oregon Ducks. And look, Oregon State, I think they've got to try to play this game in, in a similar fashion to how they tried to play Washington slow the game down, utilize your running backs, Martinez and Fenwick, and try to not allow DJ Uyunglele to be under pressure. We saw last week a couple of, uh, couple of interceptions. That's usually when that comes about, but this is a big number. I don't feel great about the line. I'll lay the 13.5 points here because I think Oregon knows in order for them to still find a way into the college football playoff, not only do they have to win out and win the Pac-12 championship, they have to win convincingly to convince the committee they should go in over a potential undefeated Florida State ACC champ. So I would lay the 13 and a half points. Style points matter here. And I also like the over of 62. I think that's actually the better play. All right, next up, let's go to the Iron Bowl. Yeah. Now, I know Auburn's not ranked. That's outside of our, our normal uh, way of doing this, but they are playing at Jordan-Hare on the road. Alabama's a 14.5-point favorite last time I looked. It's a big number, but here's the thing. Auburn just got blown out by New Mexico State last week, and it simply comes down to this. If you stop Jarquez Hunter, the running back, the outstanding running back at Auburn, 
there's really not much that Auburn can do offensively. They struggle to score points. Look, they played people close this year. They took uh, Georgia down to the wire when they needed Brock Bowers to make some late-game heroics in order to win. But this Bama team is on a roll right now. Their defense statistically is right up there next to Georgia and the SEC. And then Jalen Milrow, since the beginning of the season, has really turned things on. 31 total touchdowns this season to only six interceptions. He's completing 66% of his passes. He's continually grown and got better as offensive coordinator Tommy Reese has continually built this offense to potentially be an SEC champ. So lay the 14 and a half points. I know it's a big number, but again, this Alabama team is much better than what we saw earlier in the season. And it feels like Auburn's trending in the other direction. And speaking of trends, the final one, the big one, the game, Ohio State at Michigan, number two versus number three up in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Michigan, last time I looked, they're given three and a half points at home. The over-under set at 46 points. This one feels like the two teams are trending in different directions. Michigan's played some tight games over the past couple of weeks, and if you looked at their team, they're pretty banged up right now. J.J. McCarthy's dealing with an ankle injury that he suffered versus Penn State. The left tackle, Ladarius Henderson, missed last week. Miles Hinton, his backup who played for him, he went out of the game injured. So the offensive line has struggled to protect and run block quite the same as what we've seen in years past, and their top wide receiver for Michigan, Roman Wilson, he left with a shoulder injury last week. He's the, the best player they've got to create big plays and separation in the passing game, and McCarthy has not looked the same throwing the football over the past couple of weeks. So a lot of concerns there on the side of Michigan with their health and where they're at, whereas Ohio State has continually built, moving, built upwards with the way they're running the football. Trayvon Henderson of the last four games averaging 125 yards per game, which would put him third in the country right now, five TDs in that span. He's a legitimate home run hitter, and he protects the guy that LeVar talked about, Marvin Harrison Jr. When you have a running back who could do what he has done the last four games, you can't put as much attention on Marvin Harrison Jr., not to mention Cade Stover, Emeka Abuka, all the other weapons that they have. It really comes down to Ohio State on offense of whether or not Kyle McCord can distribute the football and not put the football in harm's way, which is a big question mark, especially on the road. The X factor for me is the Ohio State defense under defense coordinator Jim Knowles. They've been phenomenal since he's gotten there. They've continually improved. Here's a stat for you, and this honestly could be the difference. This, this game the last two years has come down to big plays, and Ohio State struggled last year. They give them 18 plays of over 40 yards. So far this year, only one given up the entire season. Wow. So Jim Knowles, that defense, did an incredible job. I like Ohio State, and you take the three and a half points on the road in Ann Arbor to cover the number, and don't be surprised if they don't outright win. It just feels like right now Michigan's banged up, and they're trying to limp into this one, and this Ohio State team has been built up now to beat and counteract what we've seen from Michigan the past couple of years. That's what I'm talking about right there. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think Damn. it's an O-State weekend. I hate to say it. Want me to give you my favorite bet of the week, though? Yeah. What yes. Is? It's the under of South Carolina and Clemson. All right. I, I know people don't like betting unders normally, but Clemson's the number one total defense in the ACC. They only give it about 21 points a game right now. And South Carolina's really struggled. The Cox, uh, Jonas's Cox, yeah. have really struggled to be able to score points. Yeah. They're averaging about 28, and they've scored over 20 points like five times this season. But three of those times were versus Furman, Jacksonville State, and Vandy, who's got the worst defense in the SEC. So it's a bit of a skewed number. But the under of South Carolina 
and Clemson, which, again, Clemson uh, jumped right back up in the top uh, 25 rankings in the, in the, uh, the playoff rankings. And uh, that over-under set at 52. So that's my favorite bet of the week, and I think that's one that's easily going to hit. The Cox are trying to get bowl eligible, you know, trying to get to that six-win mark. So Yeah, they, good luck. Uh, Clemson uh, and, and Dabo Sweeney feel like they still got something to prove with the way they've been talked about and treated this season. And, yeah, and they really have continued to kind of come year. around. You don't think there's going to be a co- any Cox in the bowl? LeBron? No, no Cox in the bowl this year. What about Jacksonville State? Maybe they'll get it. Aren't they the Gamecocks, too? I think they are. I think they, Are were, they? Yeah, I think uh, there was Gamecock on Gamecock a couple weeks ago. It was South Carolina and Jacksonville State. I think they played each other, if I'm not mistaken. Huh. So. Yeah, I believe you're right. They are the Gamecocks. Yeah. You so. said I, I don't realize you could Cox? have two, two Gamecocks. Yeah. You can. I mean, if wow. you know, if you want, if you're into that, yeah, you want to schedule it for sure. Wow! So there it is, another edition of uh, Quinn's wins here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Did we Sports stick Radio. the landing with that finish, so. or Hell was yeah. that, or what? Did we did we roll out? Did we did we fall down? Did we break an ankle? Like, nah, stuck it. Oh oh oh, O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.